Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Got a question for you. Do you believe that America is on the edge of civil war? This article comes to us from Hal Turner Radio Show.com. Title is Poll. 70% of Americans believe the country is on the edge of civil war. Dated December 13th. He said, if you're deeply concerned about the future of a country to the point that you might believe that some kind of a breakout could happen into violence, you're certainly not alone. Now, before we go any further, let me refresh your memory. You've heard me probably say this many times. Try to memorize it if you can. It's very important. It is one of the top soul-winning phrases there is. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Then God will raise up China and Japan and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty, but they make the Russians their leader. I believe that's the forming of the world government. Then under the leadership of the world government, all the nations go down to attack Israel. Israel can't counter the help of the Jews in America, so she finally cries for the Messiah. Messiah returns on the clouds and defeats the armies of the earth. I believe that will happen in most of your lifetimes. Now let's continue with the article. It says a new national poll has found that upwards of 70% of Americans are now fully convinced that the formerly United States of America is now on the brink of a civil war. When asked to state whether they agreed or disagreed with the following statement, behavior that used to seem as unacceptable is now accepted as normal behavior. A shocking 84% of the people polled said they agreed. Meaning, let me read that again. Behavior that used to seem unacceptable is now accepted as normal behavior. 84% of the people polled said, yes, that's true of America. 84% are saying now that Americans are out of line. Let's go on. This is up from 83% of people who were asked this same question just back in April. Those who surveyed were also asked if they agreed or disagreed with this following statement. I'm tired of leaders compromising my values and ideals. I want leaders who will stand up to the other side. And do you think a lot of people agreed to that? Yep, 84% said they agreed, which was up from 79% back in April. Question after question about the state of unity and solidarity in the United States today revealed one thing that's on everyone's mind. There is no more unity, and something has got to give. Something has got to give. I hear Sean Hannity, which, by the way, is one of my favorite programs. I do wish he would let his guests talk, and I wish he wouldn't repeat so many things, but I do think that that's probably necessary. But I believe he understands about what's coming. I believe he knows some things he's not telling us. But one of the things I see him and many of the other commentators that are trying to warn, trying to bring truth, they don't get it. They don't see that our 
our nation is, they think that our nation is guaranteed to go on. They don't see that our nation can fall and can stop. Let's go on. The article says the majority of Americans believe that we are two-thirds down the road to being on the edge of civil war. This civility poll, this project by Georgetown, aims to keep a pulse on the state of civil relations in America in 2019. With the constant influx of foreigners from every crevice of the planet, many of them illegal, it's no wonder that American society is breaking down due to a lack of common culture. Okay, he's saying that America is falling apart because we have a bunch of immigrants in America. Let me just tell you, that's not the problem. The problem is that we have forgotten the law of our God. So many people were asking, Dimitri, when will it happen? When will the bombs hit America? So finally, Dimitri Dudeman asked God to tell him what he is supposed to say when they keep asking when is going to happen. That night, the angel came and touched him on the hand and said, Dimitri, wake up, sit up, get your Bible. You tell them to read Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because I has rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. Now, hang on. What's he saying? What, what do you mean we reject knowledge? Why, we know our cell phone. Why, we know what's on TV. We know how to find things on the Internet. We're a very intelligent group of people. What do you mean we've lacked knowledge? He was referring to knowledge of the Lord and his ways. And that's the reason we say I'm rich and increase, increase with goods. And know it's not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. In other words, we are spiritually uninformed. Let's go on. I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. See, Americans, well, we were started as a Christian nation, but we've forgotten about our Christian roots. Forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Now, what's he saying there? See, right now, if you go to, well, like, for example, a crusade or any of the meetings where pretty much anything Christian is going on, what you find for the most part is people that are 40 years old and up. You see a lot of gray hair in the meetings that are Christian. So where are the children? Well, they got their cell phones, and they are like living in a whole nother world. And that's the reason it says, I'll also forget thy children. So right now, the youth of America, my opinion, I believe they've turned. I believe they never, well, put it maybe, maybe here's a way to say it. They haven't turned toward the Lord. They haven't sought the Lord. Goes on to say, as they were increased, means as they were blessed, and that's straight out of the scripture I just quoted to you about Revelation uh, saying about America. As they were increased, in other words, as they were blessed, as they gained money, so they sinned against me. Therefore, will I change the glory into shame. They eat up the sin of my people. In other words, they like sin. And they set their heart on iniquity. And there shall be like people, like priests. And I will punish them for their ways and reward them for their doings. In other words, no one is getting out of being judged. Preacher of Rapture included. Now let's jump to Hosea 6.1. This is what the angel told him. Now go to Hosea 6.1. Come, let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn, and he will heal us. He has smitten, and he will bind us up. After two days, he will revive us. And in the third day, he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Now that's saying, after 2,000 years, meaning I believe it's saying from the death of Jesus, from 2,000 years later, 
in the third day after Jesus was crucified, he will raise us up and we will live in his sight, meaning in the next few years. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord and his going forth is prepared in the morning, he shall come to us as the rain, as the latter rain and former rain unto the earth, meaning at that we, we take that to say double portion. But other prophecy said, no, it's not going to be a double portion. It's going to be a sevenfold. Let's, let me go on, though. He says, you tell the people of America that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day. If America will repent and turn back to God, they will make it to the 2,000-year mark. If they do not, they will not make it to the 2,000th year. My opinion, I believe we've already made it to the 2,000th year. Uh, take me too long to explain that, but I still think we only have a few years left until great trouble hits us. All right, now let's go back to the article. A couple of more lines here. It says, not only that, but the political divide is also driving a massive and probably irreversible wedge between people on the left and right sides of the political spectrum. As it turns out, nearly every person polled said that they were frustrated with the rudeness in politics these days, though the vast majority of Americans are unwilling to compromise. And why should they, seeing as how compromise now means teaching innocent children that there's no such thing as gender? Many people are also frustrated with President Trump, including people who voted for him, but are now upset that he appears to be compromising too much with leftist opposition. By the way, I disagree with that. I don't think he is. I, I, I trust him. I think he's doing a good job. This, the poll found, is part of the reason why Trump's favorability rating has been on the decline as of late. Well, depends on who you're listening to. If you listen to Trump, he says he has the real polls, says they're all going up. And if you listen to Fox News, going up. Now, if you listen to the other ones, it's going down. So polls, they, they almost never have got anything right. So I wish they just stopped listening to all these polls. Anyway, let's go on. It would be a sort of race to the bottom, or has the potential to be a race to the bottom. It added that most Americans now seem to believe that their own personal views are the only views worth having. There is going to be a large body of voters who dislike both candidates in the 2020 presidential race. And what's going to happen is the swing vote in the election, which means it dictates the kind of campaign that's run. There is one thing that most Americans seem to be in agreement on, however, the fact that the divide between Americans continues to grow with no end in sight. There is relative consensus that division in this country are getting worse. Oh, is that all? No, no. This also comes to us from HalTurnerRadioShow.com. Headline, Virginia governor reportedly orders plans to cut electric, phones, internet to allow for gun confiscations. Really? Yeah, it's dated December 13th, and they even give the law that they're trying to pass. Here it is. The governor of Virginia has allegedly ordered a small cadre of staffers to begin the process of determining how to cut off electricity, telephones, faxes, cell phones, and data, as well as the Internet, in areas where he plans to send the Virginia National Guard troops to forcibly seize guns when the Democratic legislature convenes in January. The order was allegedly given to a very small group of trusted group staffers, some of whom, it turns out, do not agree with his idea. To acquit readers, 
with what has taken place in Virginia, here are two bills which are expected to be enacted once Democrats take over the legislature in January. The first bill, called SB 16, is summarized as this. Prohibiting the sale, transportation of assault firearms and certain firearm magazines, blah, da, da, blah, da, da. And basically what they're going to do is come get the guns. Now, you know, all of my life I've been seeing this bumper sticker that says, you'll get my gun when you pry it out of my cold, dead hand. Well, the problem is the elite say, okay, no problem. I'm happy to do that. You have to understand the Antichrist of the Beast and all of his followers will be happy to do that. So what do we do? At this point, brothers and sisters, there's only one thing to do, and that is to get on our face and worship God, have a prayer closet. To put it simply, the Democrats in Virginia want to confiscate certain privately and lawfully owned firearms, take them by force if needed, and forbid the citizens from teaching or learning or training with firearms or any other method of physical force which can be used to hurt or kill someone. They want Virginians disarmed and ignorant. The governor apparently realizes that if he and his Democratic legislature actually try this, there will be widespread resistance. So he, apparently, has it in his head that he will use force to achieve what he wants and possibly send the Virginia National Guard to forcibly take the guns. If the situation were to come to that, the governor seems to think that the citizens will need to be cut off from their electric telephones, faxes, cell phones, cellular data, and the Internet. So they cannot tell anyone what's taking place and cannot call other citizens for help. Right, now, to me, I, I don't think America's there yet. I, I just can't see this actually happening yet. I think that we are very close to the internal revolution, but I think the internal revolution is probably going to start uh, if it doesn't start with this big roundup, then it's probably going to start when Trump wins the election November the 3rd. Now, let me tell you why I say this. Let me go to a prophecy that Leslie gave, and this is to me and to Prophecy Club and to you. This is anytime it's talking about me in the Prophecy Club, you know if your heart is knit with us. If it's talking to me in the Prophecy Club, it's talking to you too. This is a bit of encouragement, my brothers and sisters. Take it as encouragement. Take it to understand that at the end of the day, you will be found correct and vindicated and that you are doing the right thing. 9-2-2018. So Leslie sees this vision. We are in praise and worship at the church. She sees this vision. Now, in the 37 years we've been together, I think this is the only time she ever had a vision for me. She's got a lot of words for me in the night, and I think she's had a prophetic word or two, but that's the only vision she had. And my opinion, it's certainly no question just from God. 9-2-2018, fish on the dock. She says, I saw this long dock, and at the end of the dock, far, far in the distance, I saw clouds, a group of clouds. I saw Stan walking on this long dock. Stan had blinders on and was focused to get to the end of the dock. By the way, this is talking about you, too. He wouldn't let anything distract him. In other words, we, we watchmen, we're not deterred. We are not shutting down. We are not going away. We're not walking away. We are not giving up on this method, this objective to win souls and to warn people about the trouble that's coming. We're not, we're not going to quit. She said there were so many distractions all along the way. I saw fat, fat fish sitting on the dock as he's walking by them. Some of them were trying to trip him. Others were trying to push him in the water. 
They didn't want to have anything to do with you, but you were focused to get to the cloud. Others were trying to push you out of the way. The fat fish were playing cards, eating, laughing, and having a good time. As Stan reached near the end of the dock, the fish became thinner and thinner and thinner until finally the fish were so skinny they were just bones. But they were still breathing, but just barely breathing. But Stan kept going. They looked like skeletons. Stan was focused and would not stop. You were trying to get to the end goal that the Lord had spoken and promised to give you many years ago. As you got to the end of the dock, the clouds parted. The clouds were covering a very large ship. The ship was revealed and was very large, so large. I couldn't tell how large the ship was. It was from horizon to horizon. All this time, the cloud was covering this large ship you were heading to. You didn't let anything deter you. You See, this is you. This is you. This is you, you, you. You people continue to listen to this radio program. You continue to get yourself informed. You continue to get yourself prepared. And you know God has called you to be a watchman, to win souls. You teach prophecy, You, which, by the way, why you ought to be at that sevenfold miracle crusade. All right, let's back to this. You climbed the ladder onto this large ship and began to speak, not to the fat fish, that were glorying in their food and glorying in themselves. But you begin to speak to those that could barely take a breath. You begin to speak to those fish who were dying on the dock. You were reviving them. The more you spoke, the more they became alive. The more you spoke, the more flesh, the more meat came upon their bones. The fish were becoming whole again. This is your destiny, says the Lord. He says, so many times you wondered, why? Why is it that the good old crowd, the ones that were fat and happy, haven't invited you in? You didn't let it deter you. You continued to stay on the path that I put before you. You continued to stay focused. And see, that's what you got to do, too. You can't be deterred. You can't say, oh, this is not going to happen. You, you can't stop. Okay, you got to keep going. You continued to stay focused. You didn't let them pull you into their good old boys club. You didn't let them do that. You didn't let them deter you at all. The Lord says, quote, as you continued to walk that path, you knew that you would be speaking to those who were dying spiritually. They needed to be revived. This is your calling. This is why so many fish will be saved at the end of your ministry, because you will revive those who have revived spiritually. They will finally hear something that sounds like truth to them. They will finally be able to swallow the pill, so to speak. They will finally say, I don't like some of this, but I do like the truth. Don't be concerned. There will be others beside you that will help revive these fish. You know that I have had this destiny for you from the beginning. See, it's like, Ryan, it is talking about you. You know you've been called. Look, you are not listening to this radio program for entertainment or encouragement, or to be blessed. You are listening to this program because God has called you to listen to this. God has called you to be a watchman, to be able to teach prophecy and walk in sevenfold miracles. You know that you know that you know, no, no. This, my brothers and sisters, is preparation. Preparation for a day when at the end of your ministry, this is this the point I was trying to make today. At the end of our ministry, we know that we'll be found to be correct. Let's go on. You know that I've had this destiny for you from the beginning. Continue to seek me in my truth, and I will continue to show you truth. Not everything in the book 
still is complete. And she was talking about there at the time. That was a secret door to understand Bible prophecy. And it wasn't. But uh, we continued to, to finish it and got it published, which, by the way, it's an awesome book. I guess maybe I should turn for just a second and talk about the book. So I know you probably heard me say this a lot of times. About two years ago, I was impressed to memorize the book of Revelation. Frankly, I don't even think I'd do it. Matter of fact, I didn't even start at Revelation 1 1. <laughs> first, two, first seven verses look, look too complicated for me. So I started at verse 8. And after I finished the chapter, then I went back and memorized the other verses. And several times I thought, man, I can't do this. I can't do this. But I kept getting the nudge to do it. So as I'm doing it, I begin to get revelations. And I mean, it was just like wisdom, just down, like I talked about in yesterday's program just downloaded to me in, in a millisecond. And I, I could feel my brain able to hold more than one thought. Now, you guys will understand that because most guys, you know, we, we can all hold one thought at a time. No, 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 we can't hold more than one. We can't hold two like women can. But all of a sudden, I was, as I was typing, I remember my brain was like opened up and I could, I could see all of Revelation all at one time. And it, it, wait, let me let me put it this way. If you were to lay on your back on the, say, backyard at night, and it's a nice, clear night, and if you had, say, a paper towel uh, holder, that little round cardboard thing, and if you were held that up to your hand, kind of like a telescope, and you, you could look around and you could see all of the stars through that telescope, that little paper towel thing. But if you remove that, then you can stand back and you can see all of the stars. That's the difference between reading the book of Revelation versus memorizing the book of Revelation. Reading it is like looking through that towel holder. You can only see small parts of it at a time, but the problem is, at least my brain cannot remember that part and this part and that part and this part to be able to put it all together into a picture. Just can't do it. But by memorizing the book of Revelation, with the Lord's help, of course, and with the revelations he gave me in the two visions and the audible voice, I saw the overall picture. I saw things, I mean, it was so wonderful, just to talk frankly here for a minute, so wonderful when someone would ask me a question and boom, I mean, I could answer, I didn't have to say, well, I know it's in the Bible someplace, well, I know the Bible says it's something like this, I just quoted the verse to them and still do that, be able to answer their questions. I could see the whole book of Revelation. Now, you know, you know you've been called to listen, and I might also add support this ministry. You know that. You know God has called you to be a part of these last days, soul-winning effort, be a part of the great ship that's going to have the cloud removed and filled up with people at the end of time. You know that. So it's very important that you get this book, The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Get it at prophecyclub.com, one for 20, but don't do that. Get at least five for 30 or 10 for 55. We price it that way because we want you to get extra copies. Hand them around now, but there will also be a time when people will be coming to you and say, all right, you have my attention. You want to explain to me how you knew this? Then you can give them the book. Because, And this is what one of the things, in one of the visions, the Lord spoke to my heart and said that there are some things that cannot be learned by audio or video. They can only be learned by reading them, the text on the page. Now, that was very new to me because I didn't, first book I'd ever written, I didn't think I'd ever write a book. But I'm telling you, this is not a Stan Johnson book. This is not a flesh book. This is a book from heaven, not because I'm great, but because you are. 
because God is bringing you this information for these last days to prepare you for soul winning. If you want to be a part of that big ship at the end of the dock, now covered with a cloud, but one day will be revealed. If you want to win people to the Lord in the last days, then I have to say this book, The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, is your key to be in the right position to do that. Prophecyclub.com, one for 20, but don't do that. Five for 30 and 10 for 55. Yes, I will probably be talking about the next book here before long. Right now, make certain you've got The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Let me also take a moment and encourage you to come to the crusade. My wife, Leslie, is going to be doing her School of the Prophets. You see, most prophets are not born. They're actually trained, and you can be trained as well. So you might be asking, well, how was Leslie trained if she didn't go through someone else's school of the prophets? Well, the answer is, over a 10-year period, Prophecy Club held about 60 three-day Power of Jesus Crusades, which were primarily about giving and receiving personal prophecies. Leslie also trained and equipped the attendees during these Power of Jesus Crusades, and we had many other guest prophets to be at those crusades, of which she learned from, and of course, they learned from her. As we were conducting these crusades on the weekends, Leslie was learning from the Lord in between the time, how to walk with him as a prophet, how to perfect the office of a prophet, as well as perfecting the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. So Leslie's School of the Prophets brings her 20 years of experience as a prophet, 15 years of her actually conducting her School of the Prophets. At the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade, there are nine three-hour meetings. Leslie is going to be using four of them to teach her school of the prophets. Her teaching is not just book learning. It is like learning to ride a bicycle. You don't just learn by book or lecture, but you actually get on the bike. In other words, in a positive only can't fail environment, you're going to learn to walk with the Lord more closely, one step at a time. You'll receive a fill-in-the-blank workbook for use during the lecture and practice sessions. And you'll also receive Prophet Leslie's new book, What It Takes to Be a Prophet to Help You Walk It All Out. That is at the sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, coming up April 8 through 12, 2020. April 8 through 12, 2020. Find out more at sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com. In that you know the internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, at WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. We have confirmed that Andre Bronkhorst will be giving personal prophecies at the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade, April 8 to 12, 2020. Leslie and I have received over 100 prophecies, but we both agree this man has given us the most accurate, precise prophecy in our life. Finding someone who can hear the voice of God this accurately is a special blessing. Knowing what God would say to you is priceless. Matter of fact, this may be one of the most important few minutes of your life. Here's the problem. We're expecting from 400 to 500 people at the crusade. In speaking with Andre, we estimate he can get to about 200 people. 
Sinewad. He's going to give personal prophecies on a first register, first given basis. So the first 200 to register are probably going to get a prophecy. So you want to register early to assure your opportunity to get a personal prophecy to hear from God through Andre Bronkhorst of South Africa. If you need to hear from God, register today at sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. One more time, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. The easiest way to listen and watch Prophecy Club YouTube videos is to download our free app from the App Store. This is not to be confused with WatchProphecyClub.com, where you can watch 26 years and over 300 DVDs for a subscription of $20 a month or $200 a year. The app allows you to watch our YouTube videos and listen to our radio programs very easily. Go check it out at your app store. In many different ways, the enemy is working overtime to destroy your family, job, and America. Your faithful monthly gifts help the Prophecy Club to continue and overcome evil with the truth. Help us take the warning to America. Engage in the battle to win lost souls to Christ by supporting this ministry today.